0: This week's episode is brought to you by the Amazon original series Sneaky Pete, starring Giovanni Ribisi and executive produced by Graham Yost and Brian Cranston. The Hollywood Reporter calls Sneaky Pete fantastic and comes out of the gate quick and confident and gets even better from there. Be confident. Consider Sneaky Pete an Amazon original series in all categories. Welcome to Remote Controlled, Variety's TV Podcast. I'm Deborah Burnbaum. Every week, we'll bring you conversations with some of the best and brightest in television, working behind and in front of the camera. On today's episode, we're talking about Sneaky Pete with star Giovanni Rubisi, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm Deborah Birnbaum, and it's my pleasure to welcome Giovanni Ribisi.
1: How How's it going? Hi, Deborah. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm here talking to you. It's a good day. Good day. So, congratulations on Sneaky Pete. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was an interesting thing, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm sure you have some questions, but
0: uh. I do have questions. <laughs> but let's just start at the beginning. What made you sign on for the show? Um,
1: that's a good question. I, 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 uh, you know for uh i've been an actor for for uh three going on three decades now or um and um one of the things uh that you hear about is uh just how how difficult and trying and and um sort of the 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 the, the lost world that you can get into with doing hour-long episodic television um and and so that was always sort of like a a, a big aversion to me it was, it was just this massive commitment and they, you know you sign your life away for 7 years and and um and uh it's this whole thing and then, and then you're you're subject to uh to uh being you know i i think that the, the you, I, apparently you can if it's 22 episodes for the season you can get uh you, you know you basically go into the hole for 10 months and you come out uh and try to recuperate from that 10 months and then and then you go off to uh season 2 if you're uh if if you go again and and so so there was always that sort of thing where i just didn't even want to look at that and then uh this came down the pike um and it was uh it involved one of my favorite actors uh Brian Cranston um, and it just, it, it, I think I was, it, 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 it was the mindset that I had at that time, which was, I think now more than two years ago, that we shot or that we dove in and, and uh, 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 when they were in pre production. Um, and I think it was just the mindset that I had at the time of just trying to experiment and, 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 and more or less i don't know if it was a uh, an early midlife crisis sort of thing of just trying to do things that i that i promised myself i would never do um to kind of try to try to push myself outside of the box and, and just sort of uh uh explore a little bit um and so th- those two things brian uh his involvement and and uh and that notion or that sort of uh psychological mindset uh, i I uh, went in met with them I read the script uh and and it just seemed to coalesce for me at that moment
0: those are two pretty good reasons yeah <laughs> <I guess.
1: laughs> and, and then at the time so the w- at the time it was a CBS show and it was a um, um, uh, uh it had it had a, a, a different showrunner and uh it had a, a different uh Structure or 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 uh, uh, concept. It was going to be something that was that was going to be more procedural, um, and that sort of you know hour long uh, procedural uh, uh, show about this guy who has two different identities and he's hiding one with his family that he's living with, and um, uh, it was uh, each one was going to be uh, or, or uh, each episode was going to be focused on the bail bonds business. Um, and then uh, CBS didn't didn't pick it up, um, and then uh, Sony shopped it around. So I mean, we had essentially like walked away from it. We had uh, we had said, okay, so that's done. We that was a valiant attempt, and and oh well, moving on. And then eight months later, I got a phone call from uh, from Brian, and David Shore was still on the show at that time. Uh, and they said, "Well, guess what? We, uh, you know, your your contract uh, is still valid. We we shopped it around. Amazon is very interested. They want to reshoot the pilot, and they're going to post post it up. and And according to a voting system, we're going to see if." people respond uh, and so How did that you was, feel about that yeah it was interesting I mean you know I, I, I had definitely got got to a certain point where I was really focusing on other things and 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 wanting to direct and develop my own uh, uh, content and I have my own company um, and so it was it was it was, uh, it was I mean my initial sort of uh, impulsive sense about it was I was really excited and and and, and again that that uh, that privilege, for lack of a better word, to, to be able to work with someone like Brian and and hopefully uh, uh, learn from him or whatever that is. Um, and, and so 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 then we, we dove in. We 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 reshot uh, a portion of it, uh, and then and then uh, people responded, and, and then we did the first season. Um, and, and and by that point, going into the to the subsequent episodes after the pilot, uh, Graham Yost. Uh, came on board uh, uh, David Shore stepped aside and, and, and that uh, that just uh, sort of everything it was it was like this uh, this sort of explosion at first where everything just fell apart and then it all just kind of came back together in this way that I think we were, we were all really excited about. But I, I think that that one of the things you learn about when you're doing a t- television show is because you don't necessarily have the whole season. Uh, or you're not necessarily privy to the entire season and all the specifics of it uh, of how it maps out or how the story unfolds so it really is your decisions and uh, uh, um and the sort of uh the thing that you want to nurture uh for the, the best show and i guess you could say this about anything is really about uh the relationships and the people that that um that are working on the show and cultivating that and making sure that um that dynamic is is developed, um, because that's where the story's gonna come from. Um and so I think that, you know, working with this cast and then Brian sort of shepherding everybody, uh Graham shepherding everybody, Michael Dinner, Fred Golan, who are also executive producers and uh, writers on the show. Um, you know, I we, we did the first season in it, but but I I really this is something that that I think is um that I'm really Passionate about um, you should
0: be it's it's really fantastic I mean what Graham did and the, you know the whole crew and cast I mean it really fundamentally changed the show from that initial
1: CBS procedural idea it you know, became serialized yeah and I think that's happening on, on uh, not, of course not not uh, not with uh, just our show but but with a with it's happening it's this movement it's this sort of like. This reinventing the, the medium of television, um, obviously. I, I guess that's almost trite to say. But it, it isn't in, in the way that um, it's such a, a, a vast uh, a playground or forum for for uh, experimental uh, storytelling and narrative uh, um, uh, that it really is something that 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 I get more and more excited about. I um it's it's this it's this uh double edged sword for me because I because uh, if there my, my my favorite thing really is to sit in a big black box and look at a look at the silver screen and watch a movie and and be carried away with that with with an audience. Um and unfortunately, you know, uh I don't know if that's um that that that's being threatened uh you know the future of that i think there's a lot of uh, um doomsday uh, uh naysayers uh, who are uh, who are saying that, that, that um, you know, the institution of going to films and, and, and cinema uh, is dying. Um, and, and, you know, I, um, I guess that's a whole another conversation, but I don't know.
0: No, yeah. but it's an interesting conversation to have because we often talk about that, that TV is becoming the new independent film. And I think there's, an, you know, with so many new platforms like Amazon emerging, I think yeah. creators are finding that they can bring their shows to platforms and tell the stories that the way they want, they want to tell them
1: yeah well I think you have um it's it it comes down to it's it is there's the the show business factor i mean there's there's nothing that I would say that it was that that is um, um uh about that 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 is a hundred percent true but, but but um you have uh for the most part uh, movie studios making uh or concentrating and focusing on ten pole films. Um, these one hundred and fifty to two hundred million dollar uh franchises and this is the bulk of of uh and foundation really of their business um and and it, um, um, and it, uh, you know when one of those fails it 's really bad for uh for that market um, and 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 it becomes this thing where that that becomes uh more and more isolated where where th- this is what w- Going to the movies, this is what you expect, um, and so it becomes two different forums. Whereas with television and uh, paid subscriptions, um, it's a diff- different business model. Obviously, they're, they're, the subscribers are. Aren't, it's, it's rare that you hear about people unsubscribing, and so you have this constant flow, this steady stream of income that's not necessarily predicated on on how many stars or ratings something gets. Um, and so that that uh, is fodder for. For really like experimentation, and 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 it becomes their stock and trade is 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 as a result quality. You know what I mean? It's 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 people who are hungry who who want to have a new voice or a different voice or maybe perhaps a, a more intellectual or challenging voice. So yeah, you're right. It's is, It is. It's just because the stakes are less, really. And so you can go and, and, and have a little bit more freedom there, I guess. Well, and going back to the point sense.
0: that you brought up originally, your hesitation about doing a TV series in the first place, how does it feel for you to be in a sp- platform like Amazon?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I couldn't be happier. Um, um, uh, Amazon and Netflix and, and now, uh, for me, Hulu with The, the, the Handmaid's Tale, um, uh, which I think is really really incredible really great um uh yeah I, I feel you know you do there's this sense with i think with everybody on the cast and and crew that that you're you're a part of this this new movement and this new movement is is, is potentially it's not like everybody's uh just uh drinking Kool-Aid there's this there is something that um is exciting about it um and and um and and for me, one of the things that I was talking about, we had this uh, a compendium after the show uh, uh, during one of the, the press junkets that we were doing with Brian and Graham Yost and some of the cast members. And one of the things that I that I that I brought up that I think is really important is how far how 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 uh, you know I really want the, the sophomore effort or the, the second season to be. Something that that goes further, that pushes the envelope more, um, to, to to see how how far we can take it, um, and I think everybody's everybody feels like they can uh, with this. It's not it's not like the, there's hundred and fifty million dollars at stake for that, or maybe there is. I don't know, I don't know what the <laughs> budgets are, but um, but but still, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a, it's a safer uh, gamble for that. So what, why not take advantage of that? Is the point
0: definitely. So, in what ways do you want to push it for the second season?
1: Um, well, you know, I say that, and I think that it, that 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 it really is again any film or any. Uh, uh, t v show or anything that story is is based on the story on the, on what the script is and 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 what the season how the season's going to unfold but but i think for me it's it's about uh you know when we when we're on set and when we're when we're working and we're doing it is is really um uh, hopefully not resting on our laurels and 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 really again taking what's there in front of us and and pushing it and creating on it and and um And being, uh, I guess, daring in a way, you know? Um, Sure, because I think the way the... Hungry. I guess that's the thing. It's like being hungry or being uh, really... uh, um, Yeah, that's it. Sorry.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to say, because the first season kind of unfolded on its feet. You kind of... The the timing in which Graham came in and the way the show had a... Just from a production standpoint, it happened so fast. So I think the second season now you're having more time to think creatively about how you want to
1: put the show together. Yeah, I think that, and that's, and again, that's, that also is directed again towards primarily um, Graham Yost and and, and the writing team and uh, um, that, uh, they you know they started with a, with something that had already been really filmed and and, and finished and it was like the, it was this pilot and and I think that's sort of a rare situation not altogether rare I mean I'm, I actually don't even really know but um it's uh where where uh, you come in and you say here we're going to present you with a, a story concept, a situation, a cast and and you have to do the rest of the season so they were they they were boxed in uh, to a greater or lesser degree. Not that that. it wasn't
0: fantastic. I think it was great. Oh no, sure,
1: yeah. But but then but then uh, now they have now it it really truly is uh, Graham's show and and um, and. so we got you know we got we got run through a little bit uh what the did i just kick you saw no. the table? Oh, sorry okay good <laughs> <laughs> he's beating me up everyone <laughs> um the uh, uh we got uh he ran us through a little bit of what was going that's in the inchoate stages of of um of development and what the what the next season is going to be and i do have to say it is really exciting <laughs>
0: This week's episode is sponsored by the Amazon Original Series Mozart in the Jungle. Winner of two Golden Globes, the San Francisco Chronicle raves that season three is the best so far with terrific writing and performances. Starring Gael Garcia Bernal, who is an irresistible, enthusiastic, occasionally maddening life force, says Vulture. Be inspired. Consider Mozart in the Jungle, an Amazon Original Series in all categories. About playing Marius, I mean, he's someone
1: who is a con man. So, does he even know who he himself is? Uh, well, that might be. I think he he thinks he does, but I think that that that's one of the themes about it is is identity and and um uh, but more or less based in a morality or 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 what a value system that somebody has, and that and that juxtaposition to um, this wholesome uh, family. Uh, that uh, lives out on a farm that he feels like he's hiding out in. But then, of course, um, as it would with any sort of uh, story, and, and, and what the whole point is, is that we all have our skeletons in the closet, and that, you know, uh, 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 Audrey and, um, Otto, uh, uh Margo Martindale and Peter Garrity, um, their characters, they, they also have, um, their own sort of uh, uh, lies or, or, or cons that they're pulling as well, and 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 um, I, I think it, for me that was one of the, the things that I really responded to. If you know uh, Graham and Fred Golan and Michael Dinner all came from Justified, which was um, uh, you know based on an Elmore Leonard book, and 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 the, the the institutions of for me personally, Elmore Leonard sort of in line with the, the, the Sam Fuller. Uh, school of, of cinema is that uh, is that there's no there's, there's, it's not necessarily about good and evil um, it's about humanity and 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 uh, the the socio so, socio-economics of that within society and and I think that that, that how different fa- factors uh, play into each other you know I, I, I was watching uh, recently uh, Underworld USA which I think is like such an amazing uh, movie, and and then you also have uh, uh, the Crimson Kimono, um, both Sam Fuller films, and um, and uh, you know this is this is a film uh, Underworld USA, or or even The Naked Kiss. You have in 1963, uh, a prostitute uh, ends up beating up her pimp. Then she goes to this small town. Uh, and she seduces a cop, and she, this is our protagonist. Uh, then, uh, then she ends up trying to turn over a new leaf. She falls in love with the uh, the, the patriarch of the town, who turns out to be a pedophile, um, and 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 these are issues that you know, like uncovering the, these these the dark aspects of of. of humanity and i think this is this is where the show is trying to go and with 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 a humorous aspect of it as well i guess um so that so you know back to your question as, as far as like digging into to marius and all that i think that you know i i think that's that's what where where i get inspired that's where i i uh um, you know, I go back to Sam Fuller and Elmore Leonard and, and all that, and I and I and I want to sort of look at it in order to, and approach it f- through that looking glass, I guess.
0: No, it makes perfect sense because yeah. I think you know Marius can do sort of bad things, but he's also he, I think he's got a good heart ultimately, and he's you know he's trying to protect his brother, he's trying to protect himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that, that 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 is ultimately as in, in the you know the the Alfred Hitchcock the MacGuffin. That's that's. That's what he wants to do. He wants to save his brother from from the claws of of uh, uh, Brian Cranston's character, Vince. Um, sure, yeah, but I think that we dive into and we stop off at uh, you know at, along that journey, uh, you know, at various kiosks and <laughs> sort of uh, 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 explore different worlds uh, in that, and 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 I and and it, it's it's exciting because it becomes so it becomes such a complicated thing when all he's trying to do is really do this thing which is to extricate um uh his brother from from that situation and you know again I, not that that's unimportant but but i think one of the things about the hitchcock mcguffin was that that it, it wasn't it for him it wasn't necessarily what the character the primary desire for what the character Wanted it was just the fact that he was desiring it and, and, and the, the, the complications of getting there, and, and the style in which you did that, and, and the humanity that, that evolved from that story. You know,
0: sure. Yeah. Were you aware of the ultimate
1: con in the end? Did you know where it was all going to land? No, we didn't, really, we didn't really know anything, and I think that was one of the things that, that I realized. Uh, um, well, that's the other thing is that in doing television and and in doing movies, um, one of the things that does cre- affect uh, the creative process, and one of the things that you do have to adapt to, is um, is the immediacy of television versus the 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 sort of the the idea that you can go in and do a lot of pre production, pre planning, and 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 come to the table with something with making a film. And I think, uh, I preferred the latter, but there is, there are, there are certain things with television and that immediacy that, you know, it is, it is a sort of thing where you have to adapt or be consumed by it. Um, and so knowing what, ha- what happened at the end wasn't necessarily as important as really, uh, emphatically, uh, Staying interested and running the marathon of doing a full five months of sixteen-hour days um, uh, and that schedule um, and just uh, coming to work hungry and because and, I think that I think that really comes through in 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 the performance and and, and, and in and in what you see um, I think uh, I think it was Elia Kazan who said that that um with directing and i think this uh, correlates uh more so than anything with, with acting is that 85% of directing is is attitude and the rest is talent uh and so your 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 approach to it um it, it's about that it's not it's not again knowing necessarily uh what what the uh what how, how what the ending is um and, and 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 maybe that would help. I don't know, but um, but during season one, we didn't we didn't know anything. Also, um, one of the things that I thought was interesting, is, like I think that um, that uh, Breaking Bad is one of my one of my favorite shows, and I think that that I, I, it's something that that uh, surpasses. It really just opened the floodgates for me for television. I think for a lot of people, um, and Brian his performance in that, and and uh, uh, needless to say, and I think that that he he was very specific about not knowing. Uh, anything about uh, uh, how the season unfolded or the subsequent ep- episodes. He just wanted to concentrate on what was there because uh, uh, a lot of, I think, acting and a lot of uh, going through an experience, and the great thing is the dangerous cliff-hanging sort of sensation of, of training yourself to not know. Uh, to it's, it's almost this strange uh, uh, synthetic of uh sense of of learning 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 you know you jump in you learn the lines and and then then you just have to sort of like clear your head uh and explore you know i think that also sorry i'm really talking a lot no this is great i'm learning a lot but i think that you know marlon brando started using cue cards in 1959 with a film called the fugitive kind it was a sydney lumet film that uh that uh Tennessee Williams had adapted from a play called Orpheus Descending and uh the opening the first time he started he was famous for using cue cards and the first time he did it was in the opening scene where he comes out of the jail and speaks to this judge and he has this dialogue that lasts for I think for about for about 6 minutes and uh they did two takes uh, as the story goes and and uh and he used cue cards, he was looking all around the room and and it wasn 't born out of something that was that was laziness as much as he just didn't want to know he He wanted to uh, uh, explore and and find out as the process you know because so much of of acting is actually the Ephemeral process of learning and, and revelation, you know. Um, so yeah, sorry, boring bullshit. Not
0: boring so, at all. Yeah. It's all about the process of acting, which <laughs> is what we're here to talk about. I guess about. so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. No, good.
0: that's what we're here for. Um, speaking of process, so you were working with Brian Cranston, not just as a co-star, but as a director and also the writer of all this. What was that experience like for you?
1: Well, he had. He had. Uh, I, I don't. Know, I don't know how much he had actually uh, sat down and. and uh, I don't know how much he had written but he directed and he conceptualized the show and i think he was definitely involved in producing uh more so than you would you you would have thought so, so a, and that does have a lot to do with storytelling and and story structure mm-hmm. i i guess um but the actual you know sitting down at the with a paper to pen or a pe- sure. pe- pe- pen to paper or, or, or what a uh, typewriter no um uh yeah i i just have an immense amount of respect for him, and one of the things about him that uh that I really uh, love and respect is that it's not just how specific or how sort of uh um, powerful his presence is when he is acting and his ability to man- manipulate that and these sort of like shocking moments of you you're expecting a certain thing, but then he you know. It really is it's it's just that thing that you're just watching um, is that is his just his again his attitude uh, uh, the way he comports himself and 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 not having this um, precious thing about uh, his identity as Brian Cranston um, I, I think he's he's just very communicable and and, and personable and um and, uh, and it, 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 you know, really just a joy to, to, to be around, um, a vulnerability, a, a sort of, uh, he's not, um, jaded about certain things, you know? Um, and, um, and so that was one thing I think that everybody appreciates, um, uh, and, um, and yeah, I guess that's why, you know, I mean, cause everything else, you know about him, you know, you know what he does and his, his talent is, and you know, I, I mean, I personally believe that he's like one of the great American actors. I've been saying that a lot, but I, but I, I really do believe that. Um, but, um, yeah. So you're going to be directing yourself the second season. I am. Yeah. I'm, do, I'm doing, uh, the second episode, but I'm first up so that I can actually, um, pre- prep it and think with, with, uh, uh performance stuff as well and and, why did you want to take on that challenge um that's my that's my passion that's what i that's what i uh that's directing and 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 specifically writing now um uh whether or not anything ever uh really comes of it it's just something that that um is what i i want to do and and um and so uh, and I think they're they're aware of that and 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 I think through the process and through just working with Brian Brian and Michael Dinner who directed two episodes um uh in the first season uh it was just something that came up in in being on the set and conversation and all that and and um uh it was just something that I that I want to do only because I think that that I really want to Support the show in every way and in, in in any way I can, and I think that it is also um, doing that helps you have a more of a more of a pan determined perspective on it, and and for that reason, I think it helps uh, the acting. I think it helps the performance.
0: Can you reveal anything
1: about the episode? No, I can't. <laughs> I wish I could actually, <laughs> but um, we're still we're still waiting on 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 drafts, um, and um, and that's good. I think that's that's exciting. I, you know, for me, I, there's there's also. Um, I think as well uh received as the first season was um which we were all really grateful for and excited about I think that, that there are certain things that not that you want to uh go in and change what's good at all but you you want to look at certain things and go oh, well maybe maybe we could uh work on certain aspects of that or make certain improvements um Possibly, or explore, you know, without without destroying what the essence of it. That I think that people were responding to. So, um, I think I've just that's that's where my head is at right now.
0: It makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: What reaction have you gotten from fans from the show? I,
1: I don't know. I you know I I am um, I think generally uh, I like to walk a lot, and um, uh, so that that's sort of any sort of interaction that I've had uh, or somebody coming up and saying something, uh, and, and it's been really positive. Um, uh, and, and in a, in a way that that's been, um, you know, uh, it's been really nice. I, 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 I think that I didn't know where, uh, Amazon was at that, at a certain point with being, you know, because th- there's the responsibility of making the show and, and trying to do the best you can, but you can have, um, you know the, the the greatest piece of cinema in the history of cinema and and nobody would see it because uh, because it just wasn't dealt with uh, in the right way and, and and I was really happy with the way amazon uh, uh, um, put this out there and 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 I think that they too are also growing and this is more or less a new venture for them um, uh, I mean, it really is I think that it's uh, I mean Netflix start you know which I think I always think that is like the original paradigm with uh, with um, the Kevin Spacey David Fincher House of Cards House of Cards um, which was I think 2010 right so that became uh, uh, you know it's it's seven years old you know um, and that you know, obviously okay we have hbo and showtime before that but i think that that this sort of binge watching where they were like just releasing everything uh and you could watch it as a film or in the same way you don't have to stop and wait for the you know uh i think that that um i think amazon is 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 i i think they're doing it right and i think that uh it, it's um it's accessible and and people are able to watch and, and i don't know anyways i you know I, I I was started getting uh editing myself there for a little bit. <laughs> Watch what you say.
0: Not at all. Um so looking back over the course of your career, do you have a favorite role that you've played?
1: Um I st- I still feel like that's in in my future. Um I uh, I don't know. Um and I don't even know uh I don't know if I don't even know if there's if that's even possible for anybody. Um uh it, it it all sort of sits within the, the notion of of i guess havingness and what the, what the you know what somebody's uh willingness to experience is um with with certain roles and, and and that affects their regard for for the things that they've done or the things that they've had or the things that they've experienced you know i don't know if um so I don't know, and, um, and and it also changes. You know, again, I think this is like the decade uh, number three or, or or four for me for for acting, and uh, y- y- the roles change. You know, and so and so I don't know, possibly, but I think it's gonna. I think that that for me, my big push and my big concentration is really uh, uh, directing and, and directing uh, uh, feature films.
0: Wonderful. Well, we can't wait to see what's in store for season two. All
1: right, thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. We'll be back next time with another great episode. We'll be talking about HBO's hit series Westworld with creators Jonah Nolan and Lisa Joy and star Evan Rachel Wood. See you next time. This week's episode is sponsored by the Amazon original series, The Man in the High Castle. From executive producer Ridley Scott and winner of two Emmy Awards, Deadline says that season two unabashedly flies flags to new heights, and the Atlantic raves, the world of the show is more vividly drawn than ever and more stylishly rendered. Be provocative. Consider The Man in the High Castle, an Amazon original series in all categories.